0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Kara, and I really like rom-coms.
1: Greetings, and I am Jaren, and I really enjoy sleeping in jeans.
0: That's really interesting, um, because I think that really plays into what I was picking up on earlier, which is that we both really enjoy the natural charm of being poor. Uh
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, and that's an amazing coincidence, Mm. Kara, because this is Just just Kiss kiss
0: already. Already. You are listening to Just Kiss Already. Hey y'all, welcome back. Yeah, we're welcome back. Welcome back. We're a radio show now. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, we're not.
1: Thank you for tuning
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> tune it me. And we have watched episode eight of Oran High School Host Club, aka the, the Beach, beach episode. episode. Remember when you thought <sighs> we were going to have uh like a beach-esque episode but Mm -hmm. you went for pool episode and now it's the beach episode (laughs) remember
1: when i very confidently said they're not gonna do the pool the beach episode right after the pool episode that would be ridiculous
0: (laughs) kidding no it
1: turns out they delivered on that promise yeah uh, they did
0: kind of hint at it when they were like hey haraki don't you you don't want to go to the beach do you and she was like actually i would love to go to the beach and then they promptly went to the beach
1: (laughs) it feels so obvious in retrospect (laughs)
0: So yes, this is the beach episode. We are actually on the beach now, not in a jungle pool. Mm-hmm. There is sand. There is crab. <laughs> there is sun.
1: And fun. There
0: is volleyball. Yeah. There is um, regular host club activities because yes. we run a business and so we, we got to keep it going. Uh,
1: we get to see who all the boys are at the beach.
0: Yeah, that's which- true. When Okay. So we we both have beach experience. You've Mm -hmm. been to the beach. I've been to the beach. Yeah, yeah. When you're at the beach, which beach boy are you?
1: So the the best way to get this across, I think, is to tell a story. Oh. So indulge me for a moment.
0: I always Uh, do.
1: I've long said, I do not like the beach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What that kind of means for me is that I don't like going to the beach on family trips because there's, like, just weird energy. Mm-hmm. But when I go with friends, I generally have a good time. Mm-hmm. In high school, though, I was not into the idea of having a good time at the beach. I was mm-hmm. very determined not to, actually. Oh, fair enough. So my my partner at the time was like, I'm gonna take you to the beach and you're gonna enjoy it. It's and the I was teen like, angst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure this will be fine. So... At the beach, I sat for three hours while my partner played in the ocean. I had a hat, sunglasses, an umbrella, a chair, and like two towels covering my entire body because I didn't want to get
0: sunburned. Oh, no. And I was
1: looking at the seagulls and just kind of like watching them play and like being like, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) And it literally, my partner came up to me and was like, you're like Russell Crowe from A Beautiful Mind. You can't go anywhere without trying to diagram the motions of like birds or like seashells or snails.
0: Did you grow up like close to the beach or was it like a reasonable...
1: We usually went to uh, a beach that was like 45 minutes and over a bridge.
0: Reasonable, You know, we're making a day out it's, of it. Uh, yeah, definitely. and
1: when you make a day out of it, you have to stay there the entire time. Yeah. Which added to little Jaren's discontent. I'm sure. But yeah, I don't like the sun.
0: <laughs> so you're a, um, a- on-the-shore, towel, hat.
1: I'm a huddle boy.
0: 100 SPF. <laughs> don't enough.
1: move. Don't sweat. Don't breathe.
0: Just on there. So I actually grew up really close to the beach, like uh, 20 um, minutes-ish, but my school was a little bit closer, so from my school, probably more like 10 to get (gasps) to. Yeah, so I was was really close. It was a reasonable thing that I could make a day out of, but it was also like uh, my best friend in high school and I, sometimes we'd be hanging out and we would just decide to go to the beach so we could walk for an hour and Mm -hmm. talk. Like it was just a thing you could do really easily. I remember sometimes after school, me and my friends would be like, hey, like we'll, we'll bring our swimsuits to to in our backpacks, and then we'll go to the beach after school. Oh,
1: that's so sick. It's just
0: a thing we could do because I was so close. So I grew up like, the beach was a, a super normal thing. It was like, you know, my family would go to the beach, but also my friends. It was just super common for me to be there as and it was more more than just like a thing that we do on vacation it was like a constant thing we could always do oh so I loved like playing in the water playing in the sand all that stuff and I just remember once I got to a certain age probably like middle school early high school I would go to the beach with some of my like childhood friends mm-hmm. but We'd get there, and they'd lay out their towels, and they'd lay down, and they'd be like, it's time to tan. And I would be like, what do you mean it's time to tan? It's time to get in. Do you see how big those waves are? I cannot <laughs> wait to get the smackdown from Poseidon. Yeah. <laughs> you kidding? Like, me and my brother created a game that was called Fighting Poseidon, where we would stand in the water. And we would yell and we'd trash talk Poseidon. We'd be like, you're so weak. And then the wave would come and you would like make a fighting motion, whether it was like uh. punching or kicking or whatever. And if you stayed standing after the wave came, <laughs> you got a point. But if you fell down, then Poseidon got a point. Oh, dude. We were Percy Jackson kids, you know.
1: <laughs> I want to fight Poseidon.
0: But so I'm a big water. I love to be in the water mm. hanging out like... Uh, I love the like you go to where your feet don't touch and you can kind of like float and like talk with your friends, but oh. also like just ride in the waves. Um, I used to have a boogie board, so I'm a big I'm a big water boy. Oh, that sounds so yeah. cool! I'm very glad that like my friends now are also like we go to the beach to play and not to sit under the sun Mm-mm. and talk. Like the sun is so hot. Why yeah. would you want to just do that?
1: Unforgiving.
0: So, uh, I guess I guess in this case, let's see. We had uh, we had. Tamaki, who was, like, sitting on a rock, <laughs> doing business, talking to the girls. <sighs> um, we had the twins that were playing beach volleyball. Sporty. Mm. Sporty. And we had Maury and, and Honey were, like, doing yoga, but also, like, searching for a seashell. Yeah, boy. <laughs>
1: crab collecting
0: and then haruhi was sitting on so i guess you would be a haruhi oh
1: my god you're right i'm a haruhi (laughs)
0: and i guess i could i could classify myself maybe kind of as the twins because they were playing maybe Mm -hmm. just depends i would be in the water though nobody was in the water i would be in (laughs) that water
1: you're here to participate (laughs)
0: yeah i guess i would be haruhi when she jumps off of the (laughs)
1: Literally me when I jump into the water. If there
0: was a big rock, I'd be jumping off of it, I'll tell you.
1: Cliff diving is super scary.
0: I've never gone.
1: Uh, have you been to those water parks where they're like, here is a fake cliff for you to jump off of?
0: Uh, I was a springboard diver, so I have, in fact, jumped off of a very high height. But I didn't, I springboard, I was only yes. a one meter diver, but I did go up on the big platform and go, ooh, and jump, so... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. got it
1: before you jump yeah you go
0: Whoa, it's so tall up here
1: so we, we will get to haruhi's big big fall yeah but we need to set up a couple things before that we got the uh the, the beach trip which yeah. is direct follow-up to last episode
0: exactly now we're at the real beach
1: yeah not this like fake artificial beach yeah and then we have the fear game
0: okay so yeah so the whole the whole thing is we're at the beach yada yada the host club is doing their activities and um it's kind of like brought up that like no matter what, Haruhi doesn't freak out. I think yeah. it's because like there's like a bug or a crab or something. Yes, exactly. And she's like, yo, just pick it up.
1: And we're yeah. all like,
0: man, is Haruhi scared of anything? And then of course Kyoya is like excellent an opportunity. Mm-hmm. He rolls in and he's like, Whoever finds Haruhi's fear will get these trading cards that I made of <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, that would be me in yeah. I'm so into trading cards. Which Ugh.
0: This is kind of funny because I feel like the beach episode usually kind of couples with the like oh we're staying in a haunted beach house or maybe we do the like test of courage where we walk through the woods. Mm-hmm. It usually kind of couples with the the scary trope, but this time it's like uh we're it's it's Haruki isn't scared of anything and it's yes. like a, we're trying to find her fear and it's like
1: it's, it's interesting because like Tamaki's motivation for joining is that, like the twins say oh she'd only show her fear to someone like she was really comfortable yeah. around.
0: Yeah he's kind of like yeah no I don't know her fear maybe she's just not scared of anything and the twins are like yeah it's because you don't know her well enough and he's like oh, I do know her <laughs> I know her well enough.
1: I really like th- I really appreciate having a, a a heroine who like appears unshakable. Yeah. Like there's just something really nice about seeing somebody who doesn't panic mm-hmm. especially when like a lot of humor sometimes in shows i think comes from exaggeration just having a character who's like are you are you is this some kind of test are you yeah. trying to spook me right now what's going on y'all
0: i think also i mean it, it plays into the whole because this is a show that has characters with the like the rich poor dynamic mm. we're like Haruhi he comes from a house where like if there's a cockroach you gotta squash it like that's yeah. just the way of the road you can't <laughs> don't have time to freak out you gotta get it out of here
1: that's an excellent point
0: so like but they're, they're trying all these things. They got, what is it? They, they, Honey uh, tries claustrophobia.
1: <laughs> honey, the sweet, simple man that he is, is like, surely if I am afraid of closed dark spaces, he might be as well. <laughs> and so he commands these like soldiers from Kiyo's defense force, yeah. like close us in the crab car. Got him. He lasts maybe like all of six seconds. You know. And he's just like, oh no, poor Honey.
0: Um, Mori tries a harpoon.
1: <laughs> which I think there was a pun there or something where it's like Mori means harpoon or one of the characters for Mori is like harpoon.
0: Oh. So he thought she was afraid. I just thought was it afraid. was very funny that Mori just was like, look, harpoon. And she was like, uh, He's okay. holding
1: it like at her eye level. Yeah.
0: He's definitely not complying with like weapon etiquette. Oh yeah. There's
1: no OSHA on the beach for sure. Yeah. No OSHA at the ocean. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the twins are like, oh, Paranormal.
0: Yeah, they're like straight to ghosts.
1: Oh yeah, so they check out a spooky cave and there are other girls there who are freaking out and then like a skelly hand grabs Haruhi's <laughs> shoulder and she goes, who do you think I am? <laughs>
0: it's a you- very good point. Of yeah. all the things, they're like, Haruhi will be afraid of ghosts. It's like, come on, <laughs> Haruhi's probably, Harvey's. If anything, Kyoya would have won by just being like, I'm adding money to your debt. Because Haruhi is afraid of debt. <laughs>
1: Honestly, it, it does feel like a foregone like, conclusion.
0: I can't believe no one thought of this. <laughs> if
1: Haruhi's place had a ghost, she'd be like, are you going to pay rent? Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> So yeah, we're trying to find out what Haruhi's spooked of. Nothing is working.
1: You know what would scare me, though? What? Tamaki's choice. Oh. Which is uh, a snucket. <laughs>
0: He's like, snakes are spooky, but then he has a whole bucket full of them.
1: He's got a snucket full of sunshine, (laughs) and he's not afraid to just kind of like throw it.
0: Here you go. But
1: I think, wasn't there a thing where they weren't native to the region and they ended up being venomous
0: snakes? (gasps) I think so.
1: Yeah. So actual real life human uh, danger. Very scary. Don't pick up snakes.
0: Don't pick up snakes.
1: Mm -hmm. Crabs, okay though. You can take as many of those as you want. Yeah,
0: that's fine. But uh, Haruhi is obviously someone who does not have fear. And we also know because of her background that she has had to be very independent. Like, mm. you know, she's the kind, she's lived in a household where you have to pick up the bug. You can't yes. be like, oh no, someone has to kill the bug. It's just, you gotta. The, the,
1: there's definitely the element of this episode that's framing her unshakableness as self-reliance. Yeah. Like the idea that being afraid of something would mean that you have to depend on someone else. Yeah.
0: So then we get into the stereotypical, oh, there's some, there's some creepy dudes at the beach who are just like, oh, hey girls, <laughs> do you want to come hang out with us? And they're like, you look like adults and we're in high school. Yep. Also, this is private property. And we're like, oh, uh, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Haruhi in like a split second decision, holding a bucket of sea urchins yeah, just yeah, yeah. throws them at the delinquents. Literally. And it like sticks in their back. And then she draws heat from them. And they're like, oh, kid, you should go for a swim. And they shove her off a cliff.
0: Yeah, you know, really a lot of interesting choices were made.
1: <laughs> she gets straight up Mufasa at the beach. <laughs> and Tamaki has to dive in after her and rescue her.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we get into one of the interesting thematic parts of this episode for me, which was Tamaki being very frustrated that how he is going in kind of like half-cocked without help. Yeah.
0: So this episode, as you've probably figured out, is kind of a, I don't know if I want to say controversial, but I think everyone kind of acknowledges this episode is like, mm, maybe not the yeah. best, but I think the best way that I kind of like to describe it is that I think that this episode had a well-meaning message, but I don't think it went about it the right way, or maybe I should just say like it, it kind of ends up showing a little bit of datedness of this mm-hmm. series because I don't think things were handled the right way. There was a lot of unnecessary kind of like focus on gender roles. Yes. There was kind of a part of the argument where they were being like, you're a girl and you're not as strong as a boy. Mm-hmm. And it's like there there were aspects of it that are like, that's not good or cool. And we've kind of realized that that's not how you go about these things. Yeah. But I do think that the message they were trying to get across, which was this kind of balance between being independent relying on people around you being reckless for the sake of others versus Mm -hmm. like you know like it's yeah
1: there's a lot there and some of it gets lost in articulation yeah i would agree that this feels like an odd episode out because i've got i've gotten wise now like as i'm watching this i'm like okay what do i think is going to happen versus what would the authors of this throw my way to kind of show me how silly i'm being Mm -hmm. so the first time through that i watched this i was like oh everybody's kind of like not shaming haruhi but they're being like you have to be mindful of the fact that you are a woman yeah and i was like is this going to end with her showing them the error of their ways and being like well just because i'm a woman doesn't mean that i'm not capable of defending myself or whatever but as it goes on we kind of get the the information from the other characters that they're like you know we were all worried too like this isn't just tamaki but like it was scary for us to see you going in the situation and you you could have gotten really hurt yeah uh, I, it feels like they were trying to send the message of, like, don't be afraid to rely on others, call for help. Yes. Versus how it came out as, like, you are a girl and we are men. And it, yeah. it feels more like a roles thing where yeah. it's, like, we are supposed to protect you.
0: Yeah. I think also probably one of the biggest issues for me was if this was a situation of, like, I don't know, like, if, if Haruki had gone up to them and, like, punched them in the face or something, mm-hmm. if, if, if it was... I feel like the way that the situation reads to me is that he saw that her classmates, her friends, mm-hmm. her whatever, were in danger. And her first decision was, I need to step in and help them out. Mm-hmm. And I think that she did so, A, she utilized as as opposed to like coming in and being like, I'm just going to punch this guy. Like yeah. she was like, I have something I can do. I'm going to stand a reasonable distance and throw this on them. Mm-hmm. I think that there were a lot of smart choices making. and Smart choices making. Mm-hmm. Smart choices made (laughs) but I do think there was kind of like a recklessness I guess but at the same time like she saw them in need of help and she decided to step in and you could make the argument that if she had gone and asked for someone else's help she could have maybe been too late yes like she I I don't think that Haruhi is the kind of person that would be like that wouldn't weigh those options. Mm-hmm. And I also think that it's admirable of Haruhi to step in in a situation like that. And it felt like we were kind of getting gypped when those mm-hmm. decisions that she made that did actually end up helping out, even if they did end up putting her in danger, were never acknowledged. Nobody was ever like, you know what? Like, we are glad that you stepped in because you we understand that you were doing this yes. to help someone who you saw was in need. And then kind of adding on to it. But you need to be aware of the fact that like, it, oh, it, putting yourself in danger is then just yes. like no one is happy with anybody being in danger. And mm-hmm. like, we would have preferred, I don't know, just I, it makes me kind of mad that nobody was ever like, but also, thanks, har You're right.
1: For- I really feel like there's a version of this episode where you have everybody saying their same feelings. Yeah. And then you have the two girls coming up and be like, thank you. That was very scary. And one of the things that I realized is there was a numbers difference when Mm. Haruhi joined. Haruhi presenting male made three people against these two guys. Yeah. Which, in a split second decision, is a big deal.
0: Yeah.
1: And... The, the thing that I noticed when you were talking just now is I trust Haruhi's judgment. Right? How dare this show make me feel like I shouldn't. Like, yeah. Because she's the most level-headed person in this entire Literally. cast.
0: Literally. I would put so much more thought that Tamaki would make a stupid decision mm-hmm. than Haruhi would. Yes. Like, just because of how she's been presented. And it feels so unfair that that level-headedness was almost shoved away. Mm-hmm. And it was treated as though she made a stupid decision. Yes. And I, I mean like... If I look at it from my perspective, yeah, if I saw two scary dudes and two of my female friend classmates who are obviously shorter and younger than them, mm-hmm. I would feel bad if I didn't step in in that moment. Yeah. Even if it meant potentially putting myself in danger. Like I, 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 am it this is also like a rom-com. It was dramatized. Yes. You know, uh, I also do think that maybe it's really unlikely that their retaliation would be trying to shove me off of a cliff, but yeah, like If I think about it, especially because from the way that it was framed, like, they're on top of a rock. Like, if Haruhi was to go and get somebody, it would have taken a lot more time. Yeah. I just, I, I'll say it again. I feel gypped that Haruhi's a good deed. Haruhi's, like, the notion of understanding that this might cause her harm, this might put her in a dangerous situation as well. Mm -hmm. But wanting to step in for the sake of people to protect them. Was never acknowledged, never praised, just because well, you were in danger and we were all worried. It's like that's yeah. fair, but come on, give her some credit.
1: The, this this feels almost like a mishandled trope because mm. I'm very used to other shows where you have shonen protagonist yeah. who is putting themselves in danger because like they need to protect or they yeah. need to do this, yeah, and normally in those shows you had the moment where like they go too far like Mm. they do get hurt and then their friends have to talk sense into them be like we care about you yeah and i feel like haruhi doesn't get that moment of like oh like i really could have been in danger it's just kind of handled quietly at a dinner table yeah and it, it feels like there needed to be a bigger realization yeah which going along with her character like she does handle it calmly and assimilate this new information
0: yeah but to yeah, I, I guess also maybe it was just the vocabulary mm-hmm. used. And I mean, to be fair, we are watching a translated yes. show, but it was all framed as like, we were worried for you and you need to apologize.
1: I did not like there that.
0: There was a lot of that, like, you need to apologize. Like, mm-hmm. That was such a heavy focus and that could easily be language or that could even just be like cultural. I don't know. But like, it just, it felt, it didn't feel right to me.
1: Yeah, because they're basically saying you need to be more concerned about our feelings and the safety of these two strangers, or not even strangers, classmates.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I get. Like, obviously, the people who you are closer with and you care more about, you're going to be more concerned for them, but like he stepped in.
1: It's also a little bit weirder when you take on the dimension of what we learn later, where the, the twins destroyed those punks. Yeah. Like, we see in a thought bubble of them just, like, going to town. Yeah, they
0: just, you know, We're everybody just... has martial arts training, apparently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nobody's talking to the twins about, like, hey, you guys engaged in hand-to-hand combat with these two drunk older kids.
0: Yeah, which, yeah, you could argue again, like... On they, the same they... cliff. Yeah, like, <sighs> this isn't... <laughs> <sighs> I mean, yeah, I also, I understand that maybe the twins have more resources, more training, whatever, mm-hmm. but I would still be like, you put yourselves in danger and I'm your friend. And, and you I need to apologize
1: to, do to me. Yeah. yeah,
0: like that's, yeah, that's true. Especially with the gender framing, it just makes it all feel yes. off. Yes. And it doesn't give me the satisfaction that the right lesson was learned, the right realization was had.
1: Yeah. It feels like one of those things where I couldn't come away and tell you what was learned, Aside from maybe ask for help. And that's yeah. with our generous kind of extrapolation of exactly. this theme.
0: Um, Also, this is the episode that has the really weird Kyoya bedroom thing. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which I've heard is...
1: Uncomfy. Uncomfy. And also is sort of makes this like an infamous episode.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. Because... So, okay. So there is an existing trope in romance media that is this kind of idea of like aggression as education um I've totally seen it before in shows done as a means to be like hey stop thinking of me as just a friend mm-hmm. i'm somebody who has like interest in you and while i don't think that's good it 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 seems like it was kind of following along that line of like you need to a realize that there are it's it's also done in a sense of like oh um main girl is naive i'm doing air quotes mm-hmm. right now And wants to believe the best of another male character who does in the end have malicious or have weird intentions towards her. Mm -hmm. And that aggression by a more trustworthy, the male lead, whatever you want to say, is used to be like, hey, people are bad and can do bad things to you. And you need to be more aware of that. Yeah. Still weird. I just don't think if anybody cabadons me to a bed, I feel like I'm just going to be like, hey, you're weird. Start yelling. I don't like that, you know.
1: the the, the thing that about this episode that i'm realizing as we're talking about it is that it feels a little confused yes and with this whole kyoya thing there's there's three sort of lines of thought that i go into this with that are making me realize like man this is a fucking muddled message yeah because on the one hand this is kyoya very directly demonstrating like not all men are trustworthy just Mm -hmm. because you think you know me doesn't mean like you have reason to feel 100% safe around me all the time like your guard is down yeah so I push you onto this bed to demonstrate what we were talking about earlier at the dinner table that you need to think about things more clearly before rushing into situations yeah and then there's also the compounding thing of is this Kyoya's attempt at the fear game because we left him off the list earlier and it felt like maybe he took it to a very gross, uncomfortable place. Yeah. Like, oh, she's not afraid of ghosts or bugs or snake. maybe maybe assault. <laughs> and it's like, that's not <laughs> fucking cool. No bueno. And especially with the way he's been established as this character who doesn't seem to think about the little considerations, i.e. sending a police force to go capture a couple of your friends. <laughs> he, he's very much a hammer when all you need is a nail
0: yeah. type guy.
1: And the other thing that was kind of bothering me about this is that, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, with aggression as like breaking down the wall between friend and romantic interest, Kyoya has not kind of participated in the romance shenanigans up to this point. Yeah. And he has a scene as he's leaving, after he passes Tamaki and leaves Haruhi, where she wasn't worried about him at all. She trusted him. She was like, you're weird. Like You have nothing to gain from this. You're the kind of person who only does something if they have something to gain from it. Yeah. And he walks away going like, like, you'd think I wouldn't have anything to gain by, like, wanting to kiss you. And it's like, it's a really weird way to have this character who we know so little about.
0: Yeah, we haven't really had, like, a Kyoya-centric yeah. episode or anything like that.
1: It's also just weird that we know about his wealth and power the most. Yeah. And then we have this really charged, uncomfortable scene with him that ends with him being like, yeah, you know, maybe I like you too. Yeah. And it's, I did not want it to be done that way.
0: It's, yeah, it's unfortunate because at the end of the day, you got to remember that this is, it's a romance show. Mm-hmm. It is a reverse harem. The implication is that everybody is gonna fall in love with the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, Kyoya has been kind of treated as like he's always, you know, his his main concern is the money, the business of the club. He tends to kind of be very detached from the things that are happening, whereas we can see plain as day how Tamaki feels. Mm-hmm. But even like the twins, you know, even if they, they kind of frame it as a like, we're just playing around, um, it's obvious that they are invested in the situation in some way. Absolutely. Whereas Kyoya kind of seems like the only thing he's in, been invested in is this money, but... At the same time as the show has gone, every time there's like a, a thing that happens, uh, like, you know, they dress up Haruhi in, in mm-hmm. pretty dress. And Kyoya is there also looking and being like, ah oh, yeah. yes. Like, he has been there, but it hasn't really been highlighted. This is the first time they kind of highlighted that, hey, maybe he is skin in this game too. Mm-hmm. But in this way is yes. not a fun way to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Would have been a lot better if it was instead just kind of like a, a quiet conversation I just feel like there was not enough talking for the actual issue we were trying to address.
1: It's just the same problem. It doesn't feel like a resolution was reached yeah. that I could articulate. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot up in the air and I'm, like, doubtful whether that will be addressed. Like, if we're going to reference the beach episode in a yeah, later right? episode.
0: Yeah. So we we end on this this note of... Or I guess we end the conflict. he mm-hmm. realizes that she put herself in danger and that would make her friends worry. Which is fair, but... We don't get the resolution that at least I wanted. I'm sure mm-hmm. not the one that you wanted. Yeah. Um, But we do learn Haruhi's fear. We do. Which is... Thunder.
1: thunder.
0: Which I feel like... Uh, when I first watched this show, it felt kind of like a, oh, thunder. Like, that's a thing that kids are scared of. Mm. It's given good explanation for that. But also at the same time, like, thunder is a practical thing. Yeah. Like, I, I understand it's like loud noise, but like, thunder comes with lightning. I've seen lightning, like, strike a tree. It's a real thing that happens it's not a ghost that we're not sure paranormal yeah, yeah. if any ghosts are listening sorry <laughs> have a good day i don't know <laughs> just in case gotta cover all, all my of bases. our ghost listeners yeah, out listen, there. i'm covering all my bases just making
1: sure <laughs>
0: but like um and it's not something that you can have easy control over like a bug in your house or a snake that you could easily take like there's nothing you can do about thunder lightning you, you can't happening. fight the rain there's nothing yeah.
1: actionable there it's
0: so understandable and then we also have the explanation of like you know she's from a small household there have been times where she had to weather storms like that alone that Mm. are very like thunder can be very scary as someone who hears thunder and is like whoa thunder's scary like listen it's big scary loud big flash Mm -hmm. not good power go out bad very bad it's cold (laughs) or maybe hot who knows it's just not good no temperature regulation bad
1: yes (laughs) she she Goes about this in the most Haruhi way as well, which goes back to the theme of, like, self-reliance. Like, something that is very scary to her happens, and she goes, if you'll excuse me. And climbs into, like, a small confined space yeah. in this wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Tamaki literally opening the door and reaching out to her to be like, hey, I'm here to support you. Yeah.
0: Which I am glad that we, we had that kind of warm, like... Because, you know, this is all in reference back to the fact that Haruhi is independent. She's had to solve a lot of problems on her own, which was kind of played up on the, like, you know, Haruhi encountered a problem. She's not really had a support system to fall back on before, Mm -hmm. so she solved it the way that she would normally, which is by taking action herself. And it was kind of nice to have this, like, you have people that you can rely on now Mm -hmm. moment. I'm glad that we had that. I wish that that would have been more of the resolution exactly. than the weird apology, exactly. weird cabadon, weird gender thing. I wish we could have just kind of like, I don't know, maybe had like a conversation where they they kind of realize like I do things on my own and they're like, well, now you have a support system. Mm-hmm. Also, somebody acknowledges Haruhi for being a good person and stepping in when she saw another woman in danger. Like, yeah. listen.
1: <laughs> There's so much you could do there with like, it's it's all the pieces are there. They're just not highlighted. Yeah, Like the twins- They're like, oh, our mom in all these swimsuits. Yeah. And Kyouya's police force that's, like, giving things to Honey out of respect. Yeah. And, like, Tamaki has the entire club support and the support of all these girls. And it's like, we could have shown that there was nobody there for Haruhi until the club in a better way. Yes, I agree. I love that the message of this episode is you have new ways of solving problems when you are not yeah. alone. Things that you could not deal with before are better because she does cling to Tamaki. Yeah. And you get the sense that she derives like real comfort from that. Mm-hmm. And then he even goes further by being like, hey, here are earplugs and a blindfold Let's so like think of
0: ways to you know help yeah, you out like
1: we are going to make sure that you can do this in the way that you can handle it by yourself as well yeah. like I'm here when you need it and then I'll help you develop a way to deal with this
0: yeah because I'm not always going to be there you know exactly
1: and then it gets twisted into him doing S&M stuff with her by the rest of the group walking yeah, in And they
0: walk in and they're like oh whoa, are and you
1: blindfolded are... and earplugged and... oh
0: Tom, what is you doing and
1: he's like no <laughs>
0: he's I was just I'm was trying my that. best. And then Haruki is like, oh, I see now. Mm-hmm. You were just trying to trick me into funny BSM yes. joke. And it's like, no.
1: She literally looks at him and she's like, I let you get away with something without even realizing.
0: And then they leave the beach and leave him there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good.
0: Oh, man. So yes, that is the beach episode. Mm-hmm. The, the somewhat infamous, I shouldn't even say somewhat, the infamous beach episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know what? I think uh, same with any other media that has points of it that we've either learned from that are problematic. I am glad that this episode at the end of the day had good things that it was trying to do. Mm -hmm. I just kind of stand by that point that I don't think the message was framed correctly. And I also don't think going about teaching the message was right. But you
1: know. It, it does feel like they tried to kill an entire flock of birds with one stone <laughs> and so we have to look at it and go what were you aiming for yeah yeah
0: so other than the the kind of weird tropes that we already talked about we also have this is the beach day which is yeah. a classic, classic trope you gotta go to the
1: beach everybody gets one
0: everybody goes to the beach <laughs> <laughs> um we also have i guess kind of like fears is a thing that's often i would used. agree i
1: would agree that like what a character is afraid of is used to say stuff about them. Yeah. And so it's a common thing.
0: Motivation. It's also used, I think, in, in rom-com stuff as an excellent uh, time for characters to cling to one another mm. and be vulnerable, vulnerable. to one another. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Um,
0: we love the the ghost episode, which this was not, <laughs> but...
1: Ooh, now I gotta add ghost episode to the guessing
0: list. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta have a beach episode. And you gotta a have a ghost episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are the only two real requirements.
1: Honestly, I don't think I can disprove that claim.
0: Um, Maybe like a cultural festival slash sports day, something Good. of the like.
1: I would love to. For sports school day. shows,
0: at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: We've also got the reintroduction of creepy dudes for plot.
0: That's right, which last time we had subverted, and this time we kind of had blatantly called yep. out because they were like, how are you even here? This is yes. private property. And they were like, you yeah, know. We're here for plot we're reasons. We're here for yeah. plot reasons.
1: <laughs> Things need to happen.
0: Things need to happen. We no.
1: drive the primary conflict.
0: We're in college and we're drunk. <laughs>
1: And we're on a beach.
0: And we're on a beach. God. For no reason. Um. So yeah, nice, nice little, nice little... Oh, I actually did think it was kind of interesting that we had the creepy dude thing happen, but this time... It was kind of subverted, not really, but we had a double save. Mm-hmm. Usually this is used as a great reason for the male lead to come in and kind of like swoop in for the heroine and be like, I can save you. Yeah. Yet this time it was used to push the the narrative of the show about reckless decisions, yada, mm. yada, yada. And we kind of had like a double save where Haruhi first comes in and helps out these girls. But then it's turned where now Haruhi is the one in danger and Tamaki has to swoop in and save her. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I would say this was a triple save then.
0: Ooh. Because
1: we have uh, Haruhi coming to the rescue of the girls, Tamaki coming to the rescue of Haruhi. Yes. And her not having the typical response of like appreciation. She's like, oh, thanks. Like, I'm sorry. I made you worry. Yeah. But she is appreciative when he saves from thunder.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is true. We, yeah. At the end of the day, we get the save that we wanted the whole the time. The save
1: that was promised. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the promised save. Oh man! So next episode, what do you uh, what do you think is? Uh, all
1: right, all right. All right. You know, like, I'm done. proud of myself for this idea. Oh. Because I've taken it out of my hands. Oh. I went to a trope generator and I. <laughs> I clicked around a few times until I saw one that I thought was plausible.
0: Excellent. Very good. And we
1: landed on bed sharing. Oh,
0: there was only one bed. Yeah. What are we going to do?
1: So I'm very excited because I feel like this one has a lot of potential to be right. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, 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 there's escalating uh, like romanticism throughout these episodes. Mm. And Tamaki was literally writhing on a beach chair yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, into yeah. Haruhi that I'm like which character I'm not I'm not. that's it. what
0: I was about to oh, ask yeah. is who do you think who do you think has to share it's not the a question action? of if it's a question of who
1: uh, honestly I would like I feel like Haruhi trusts Mori the most yeah yeah Mori would literally just be like my back is a wall like
0: is that who you want or is that what you think is going to happen
1: I want it to be Honey and I want it to be framed <laughs> as like everybody subtly arguing their case and Honey has honey already fallen like... asleep on the bed <laughs> And he's like, well, the rabbit takes up most of the bed, but, like, yeah. I can squeeze in on this. They're
0: side. all fighting, and Honey walks up to Haruki and is like, well, we're the two shortest, so it makes the most sense mm. for us to share. And Haruhi's like, I oh, guess logic, yes. I respond to this. Yes.
1: <laughs> he's like, I brought you a sleeping bunny. <laughs> it's good for your hips.
0: He's like, we have matching pajamas.
1: Oh, you, you know he sleeps with one of those little hats. got oh, honey. Like, he's gotta. He's
0: gotta. He's, and it's taller than him. Yeah. It's like it drags on the floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Ebenezer, Honey. You will be visited by three tropes.
0: Uh, The the only one bed. Uh, You will be visited by uh, the sports day. (laughs) Yes. And uh, you will be visited by... uh, uh, uh... The ghost of beach day past. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, good shit.
0: All right, sounds good. I I am excited to see how many beds. (laughs) (laughs) Will it be...
1: One.
0: One. Will it be... To. will it be? You know, this would be a really great couple with like a like a school trip kind of deal because mm. everyone thinks Haru he's a boy. I blah, know. Blah, blah.
1: I I want more cross-dressing shenanigans. If I'm honest,
0: I mean, we we've had we've had some, but I I, I think we could definitely use oh, yeah. more. Yeah, you can it. Al- you can always use more cross-dressing shenanigans.
1: And pepper it. In. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, you will have to tune in next time to find out how many beds are in Oran High School Host Club, if there are any at all. <laughs> um, but catch y'all next time in the next episode when we watch episode nine. Thank you guys, as always, so much for listening. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah. All right, bye, bye. 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 Bye.